Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, a.k.a. Phantasm of Blooms. I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Alright, so before I get started in here today, two things real fast. First one is, this is probably going to be a short episode. I know I say that kind of often, and it turns out to be like a whole 50 minutes to an hour special, but at the same time, Ayo, I got a buddy that's about 20-25 minutes out right now. (laughs) So I'm trying to make sure I have something ready for y'all this week. But I also wanted to apologize real quick, because... I know there's a good number of people that tried to come out to the three-year anniversary stream yesterday on Friday, and I tried my best. I genuinely tried my best to have everything up in working order, and it just, no, it did not. Like, I probably diddled around with my laptop. That's probably not the right word, but you know what? Let's have a good laugh about it. I diddled around with that damn laptop for, like, easily two hours trying to make it work properly. It's my work laptop, but it doesn't get a lot of use. And I thought it'd be a good upgrade uh, from the old HP that I was using that was my brother's. And so I was doing everything in my power to get this thing up and going and you know, running OBS properly, and for whatever reason, probably because of the work stuff I have installed on it, it just didn't want to talk properly to OBS, so I was just like, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna go back to the old, you know, cooking laptop, call it a day, well, turns out, the old cooking laptop has officially flatlined, and I just sat there, and I tried everything I could do to get that old cooking laptop up and going, and eventually I was just like, bruh, it, it's not happening. You know, I don't take those things as divine signs or anything like that. But I was just like, there's a reason why this ain't working properly. That's completely fine. We'll pick ourselves up and we'll go at it another time. But I was just like, dude, I, I was, I was completely depressed about it. I was like, I was so, cause I, like this entire week I had been planning a whole bunch of, um, also, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to hear the sirens going by, but anyway, I've been planning like a whole bunch of conversation topics and things I want to talk about and like hopes for the future because in a, a lot of regards, things have gotten so much better as far as, you know, podcast and stream and, you know, even the side things I'm doing like plumes talk and I'm working on getting my HTML certificate in so that way I can program my own website. Like I'm building this thing up in so many different ways. I'm reaching out. I'm talking with more people. It's a massive confidence boost, but just to have everything hit, get hit in the face like that. I was like, God damn. All right. I'm good. I'm good for tonight. I won't be able to function, (laughs) but no. So If you are following me on TikTok, you guys know that about every week now, I do something called Plumes Talk, in which I introduce the following week's topic and give you all some time to, you know, come interact with the show in a different way, maybe attract a couple of people, maybe give you an avenue to, you know, introduce your friends to the wonderful world of Plumes, but (laughs) I, you know, last week was Father's Day. And now, I had made a plumes talk talking about my dad. In short, you know, 
I introduced a photo of him from when he was about my age. Like I said in the video, I think he was about 30 when that photo was taken. And I'm coming up on 29 this year, which, again, is fucking wild to me. But, because, let's be real, I didn't think I'd survive this long. But, anyway. <laughs> um, And I went on to just talk about how my dad had, you know, been a massive influence on the podcast, even though by the time I started it, he had already been gone for about five years at that point. Like, this was probably my seventh Father's Day without my dad. And it definitely came as more of a one-two punch after the first Mother's Day without my mom. Like, last or this year was the first Mother's Day without my mom. And it was just like, it made me realize a lot of different things. It made me kind of conceptualize the amount of pain that I felt from everything. But it also made me realize that because of the misfortune, because of the innocence that they have robbed from me, I became a better person. And I know that's a very, very weird concept to talk about, but it's the one that I'd like to discuss with y'all today. You know... I've been reading, and I've told you all about this, but I've been reading a book called Different After You. I couldn't tell you the author. I can tell you that she's the founder of Camp Widow, and I think that information enough should be able to get you to the right book, but it's all about dealing with grief and understanding that after a traumatic experience, whether that be death, um, an injury, or you know finances going the wrong way, or even things just breaking... You know, you absolutely are, I don't want to say scarred, but learned. You have an experience that you can never forget. And even if your mind forgets it, your body will remember it. Just the way that our cryptid minds work. And you know, you when you get to that sense, when you get to, you know, that painful checkpoint in life, you can't go back to what was before. When somebody dies, a part of you goes with them. But in that retrospect, a part of them comes with you. And you have to understand that you can't ever forget that, you know, memory of losing them. But that doesn't mean you can't carry on the lessons and the plans and the love and the energy you had from them into your new life without them. It's a very powerful book. One that has left me, you know, sitting at the edge of my bed thinking about, you know, this, that, and the other. While the fox wife is asleep. And I'm just like, mmm, mmm, fuck. <laughs> this makes sense. I feel heard reading this book. Because it's like, look, you know... We've talked about death on the show a good number of times, but I think the thing about this Father's Day was that this was the first one that I really felt, I don't want to say okay with, but that's going to be the best word I have for it, in which I, you know, I wasn't upset that my dad was gone. I wasn't saddened by the things, like, I was absolutely saddened by the things that we wouldn't be able to experience together. And do I have a lingering feeling that if my dad were still alive now, I would have understood him and his plights 
and the reason he had the vices he did much better? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I would give anything to have a fifteen conversation or fifteen minute conversation with my dad just to tell him, I hear you, I understand you, I I don't fully you know, I don't fully understand the stuff that you did and why you did it, but I forgive you. You know, like I won't ever forget it, I think is what I mean to say more. I won't ever forget what you've done. But I forgive you. And I think that is honestly probably one of the most powerful things I can take away from both reading this book and have going through my own grieving process. And I want to say this to everybody that has lost a parent, who has lost a family member, who has lost a friend or a loved one in any regard. Like, all this stuff that's just pouring out of my mouth right now, it took me... Again, seven years to learn it, seven years to understand it, and hell, to this day, I'm still learning things, whether that be pieces of information that have never come across my plate before, just suddenly landing in my lap, like, this is interesting, this is news to me, like, finding out things that my dad used to do when he was my age, connecting with people that my dad used to know, or, you know, old friends, like, The thing that kind of caught me off guard this time around was it is my 10-year anniversary from graduating high school coming up. And a number of people are, you know, coming together to do our reunion. And in that, I realized how much has changed in 10 years. It blew my mind. Because think about it. 10 years ago... I was still in my parents' place for a little while longer. I hadn't moved out for the first time yet. Uh, Or rather, haven't been kicked out. But I was still with a full family. I, you know, was working for the first... Or not really the first time. I had worked prior to, but I was working on my way to getting an actual full-time job. And just taking off from there to now, you know, being down three-fifths of my family, you know, including me, realizing how quickly things can change, going from, like, three different housing situations. Shit's fucking wild. And so I wanted to, you know, kind of give the moral behind the story behind all this. It's probably what I'm going to name this podcast episode, honestly, because I realized in the years past and experiencing every Father's Day or whatever without my dad or, you know, every Mother's Day now without my mom or just the things that come up in life, like, you will always remember those people. You will always have them with you in some regard, whether you want to or not. And in that, I want to say thank you to my dad. I know he will never hear this podcast episode. And that easily puts a, like a chill through my heart. I, but I'm so glad that I'm able to share the stories that we've had together and share the memory of him through this episode and through other episodes and talk about the dad man's pearls of wisdom. Like... I am so incredibly thankful to have this opportunity to sit and talk with y'all. And 
keep his memory alive. I, you know, like I said before, my dad wasn't a perfect guy. But it's because of his imperfections that I am now here in front of y'all trying to make a difference in your world through my world. You know, trying to bridge the gap between everybody. Because look, you know, as I've talked about way earlier on, we all live different lives. That's just the short and sweet. We could do nearly everything identically. We could wake up at 6 in the morning, go to the gym at, you know, 6.30, work out for an hour and a half, and then go to work for, you know, eight hours, then come home and stream for two, and then go to bed or make dinner and go to bed with your loving partner. Like, we could all do that. But the thing that makes us different is the thoughts that we have, our experiences, our, you know, shared pains and all. Like, we can absolutely come to understand each other and get to know each other, but it's in those memories, it's in that pain, it's in that growth that we become ourselves. And in that, I I realize, you know... Every day I go on, you know, beyond my dad, I realize how far I've come in life, how far I've grown, even if it was never perfect. Like, I could give you 20 different reasons as to why I could be upset right now, one of which is easily the fact that I couldn't do my 20th anniversary stream. Our 20th anniversary, good God. (laughs) If I'm still doing this for 20 years, good God, I... I hope I'm making good money at that point. <laughs> you know, hey, future me, 20 years out. How's it going? But, <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't able to do my three-year anniversary stream. That sucked. The fact that these billionaires went out into a Titanic tube and, you know, unfortunately lost their lives. And millions and millions of tax dollars that they probably didn't pay Jack into is being used for them. Yeah, no, that sucks. But I, I'm i not an angry person. I'm not a hateful person. I'm not spiteful. I'm not resentful. I realize that through the passing of family members, through the you know pain, through the tears, I've grown so much. And I want to remind everybody out here. That hears this, that every pain you experience, every tragedy, yes, you will not be able to return to what you were back in the day. That's fine. That is completely fine. You're going to find out different things about yourself. You're going to learn how to grow, how to adapt, how to become stronger after, you know, after tragedy. And there's going to be a point in your life where you can look back and say, Damn, that sure happened. Well, time to keep going. But the thing, the important part of all of it is you can't ever force yourself to forget it. You always have to be mindful of how you feel. Express your emotions. Be honest with yourself. If you miss your dad like I missed my dad during Father's Day, hey, yo, write a letter to him. You know? Write a letter. Put it out in the ocean. Or, you know, maybe not do that. That's that's polluting. But, you know, just write a letter in a diary as if you were talking to him. Say what you need to say. You know, light up a biodegradable lantern and send it off to the sky with well wishes. You know, do whatever you need to do to talk with that person because 
even though they are gone, their story is over, your story with their added chapter is still going. You, at that time, you lost a part of yourself when they, when the tragedy happened. But you took a part of them with you, and you are still here, and you are still thriving, and you are still living. Look, you know, I promise next week we will get back to regular style podcast again in which I will have more fully fleshed out topics and thoughts. But I really wanted to, you know, come back to everybody that survived Father's Day. Whether you were doing it with your living family members or not, I hope you learned and hope you remember all the good times that you shared with your dad. And realize how far you've come in life. And if you haven't had that chance to yet, maybe take this as the opportunity to do so. Maybe take this as the, you know, moment to lay back in your bed, look up at the ceiling, and just think. And talk to your father, talk to your mother, or whoever you want to talk to. And just be okay with the fact that they're not around anymore in the way that you would want them to be. They're still around. They're absolutely still around. But it's now entirely up to you how you use their stories. Look, my dad was an alcoholic. He was abusive. And he, you know, wasn't exactly the best guy. There were times when he was drunk that he said, if I was driving it down the road and he smashed into me, he wouldn't care because he paid for the car. There were times in which he said he wished that I wasn't around. He wished that I would just disappear. There were times where even my mom would mirror the same things. But I'm still here. I am still living. I'm still thriving to some degree, some weird degree. And I choose to take those moments where I felt the most pain in realizing that, you know, oh, hey, my family, you know, maybe didn't want me. And instead, I'm using the life that they gave me to do what I can do to become better, to become stronger, to become, you know, a source of strength for other people. And mind you, I'm not taking just the negatives of my family with me. And I'm not trying to share just the negatives with you for the shock value. Look, my dad, he wasn't the greatest guy, but he was a good guy, too. You know, he was always kind, always laughing, always trying to brighten other people's days. Like, he had a weird way of doing it, and sometimes his humor missed the mark, sure. But he was a great person to the people around him. You know, he didn't have a lot of friends. That was evident the day that he passed. But he had a lot of people that respected him. You know... Because my dad had massive walls to get through if you wanted to be his friend. My dad had demons that stopped him from being friends with multiple people. But the people that respected him absolutely came out in droves when he passed. And I saw that when I worked with him. In which, you know, there were times where, yeah, he fucked up. There were absolutely times where he fucked up at work. But if somebody needed help... If someone needed to go home, he was there. He would jump 
from being fleet manager to being just a mechanic and help lift an engine or replace a tire or diagnose something with other people. And then if somebody had to go, my dad would pick up the slack if so, if it was needed. And that was the kind of man I wanted to be. It even went further than that, where at home, my dad was a handyman to a bunch of different degrees. When it came to yard work, it was us. When it came to, you know, painting and remodeling, it was us. My dad had this big book from Home Depot that went through and explained the basics as to how to do anything and everything around the house. I think it was like the 321 Home Improvement book. And God, when I say he memorized that shit from front to back, he could figure out so much shit. He was terrible with computers, which was part of the reason why I became so skilled with them. But, you know, by all means, he was a reliable person until, you know, his vices got the better of him. And that's kind of how I wanted to be as a man. I wanted to be an extremely reliable person. The th- difference is, is my vices are fucking gotcha games and anime titties. You know? <laughs> embarrassing as that is to admit like my vices aren't that bad just comparatively I have a wonderful partner that loves and cares for me and I learned from you know my parents not doing the greatest in their marriage how to be supportive of my partner how to listen how to be caring how to just you know shut up and be there for her at times in a way that I know she needs at times And in that same regard, they've taught me how to, you know, receive love to a certain degree. And what I'm also finding out is, is from their lack of love, as I got older and things got worse, I became so much better at receiving love because I didn't get it 100% when I was younger. When things were bad... I didn't have somebody that I could fully rely on like I do my partner, my sweet fox wife, Juju. I could not do half the things I do without her backing me. And I'm incredibly thankful for that. And I'm incredibly thankful for the experiences that my dad put me through and, you know, helped shape me to be the man that I am today. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and end things off a little bit early here, but I just really want to reiterate this point. You have survived so many different things. You have overcome so many different boundaries in life, so many different hurdles, so many things that you thought would be the end of you. If you're still here after that, you have overcome it. Be proud of that. And I want you to sit and take a minute And if you, you know, didn't have a good experience with your dad, a good, you know, memory of them, whether they're here or not, I want you to sit and take a minute and realize that you have become so much stronger because you overcame a negative influence. And if you're not out of it yet, that's a completely fine too. You will get there one way or another. You have marched on all these days thus far and you have survived and you have strengthened yourself against a very resilient force. And now you're becoming that much better yourself. I hope 
this you know podcast episode finds you well and that you can relish in the fact that you have become so much stronger than what anyone would have expected of you when they tried to put you down and realize too that when you shared those loving memories when you shared the laughter with the people that you know are no longer around you're carrying that with you in your heart I'm carrying my dad with me, I'm carrying my mom, I'm carrying my brother, I'm carrying a bunch of fucking different people. It's getting a bit heavy at times, but I carry on to be the person that they would have wanted me to be. And I carry on to be the better person that they couldn't be. So... In this, you know, weird, long conclusion of a short podcast episode, I want to say this. Even though I know he will never hear it, I loved my dad to heaven and back. And I still do. He's a pain in the ass in a bunch of regards, and maybe some of my pain in the ass tendencies came from him. But it was because of him that I started this podcast. It was because I wanted to share joy and laughter and life lessons to the world in a way that he taught me that I am here almost every week recording some shenanigans to share with you the worldwide world. (laughs) And I can't be more thankful for that. So for all the pain that I've survived and for all the laughters that we've shared... I am completely thankful to my dad. And I hope you can find it in your heart one day to be proud of where you've come from and be thankful of the experiences. Yes, they hurt, but you have grown so much stronger and so much wiser from the experience. You got to find the silver lining in it, man. There's so many clouds in the sky. There's plenty of silver linings out there too but anyway i do have to end things off a little bit early here tonight so guys remember you can find me in the night skies across different platforms you got phantasma plumes on twitch twitter and youtube you can listen to plumes cast on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and soon to be youtube actually no it is youtube now oh uh- <laughs> And you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or if the podcast is enough plumes for you, find more topics such as technology and book reviews over at phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. That website again, phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. Guys, thank you all so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, have a long, restful weekend when it's coming up. It's coming, guys. It's coming. And I will see you soon. Bye-bye.